morning. This is Kendall Allen of Wit Strategy. We are live at Made, powered by AdTech, and I have the pleasure of beginning my day with Mr. Walt Horseman of Audience Express. Good, Good morning, morning Kendall. How are you today? I'm great. Uh, a little weary after this historic World Series, but I think uh, it's a great day for baseball fans around the world. All right. Well, you look ready to roll, so we should be fine. I understand this is not your first ad tech, hardly so. You know it's the 20th anniversary. It is indeed. What is, uh, what's your take? Uh, when's the last time you were here? Any good kind of flashes back into the past? Things remembered? Yeah, we were here last year, I think the year before. It's always a great show for us. We find interesting connections that um, you know you only find at ad tech. And I think this year is really exciting because there's so many early stage companies mm -hmm. and, you know, there's a great energy on the floor and enthusiasm, you know, talking to some of these early stage entrepreneurs, you know, who are out living the dream. And that's super exciting. All right. Well, what's uh, what's the plan for you guys over the, the rest of the day? So you've, you've got a booth. We have a what booth. What kind of folks are you hoping to meet? You know, we always love to talk to... Uh, agency uh, innovators, uh, advertisers, marketers who are interested in pushing the envelope and doing the next thing in linear television or in video for that matter. Uh, that's always exciting. And it's, it's, it's also interesting to meet other companies where there might be partnership opportunities. That's always exciting. So there's a, there's a nice broad range of people who attend this event and uh, we're always excited to tell our story at the booth and meet interesting people and and have the opportunity to um, advance the industry and, and see what kind of partnerships we can develop. Well, let's hear the story. So talk to me about the beginnings of Audience Express and what the last few years have been like. We'd love to share more with the audience of uh, who you are, where you come from, and what you're focused on. Yeah, so we're a programmatic TV platform. Uh, so we automate the uh, planning, buying, optimization process for linear TV inventory. Uh, we have been in business for now coming on four years. Uh, it's been a spectacular growth story. Uh, we started out with three people uh, <laughs> as a subsidiary of Visible World, uh, built the company up to now uh, close to 40 people. Uh, we just doubled our revenue for this year. So uh, we've been growing at a spectacular rate and then to actually have a large growing company and then in 2016 double it uh, is, is quite spectacular. But really the fundamental proposition of what we do is uh, make TV inventory easier to access, aggregate across multiple sources of inventory partners, uh, automate the planning, buying, reporting, optimization using advanced audience data sets. So, uh, our belief is that television needs to become more data-driven, uh, similar to the digital ecosystem, where uh, all sorts of advanced data sets can now be applied to television inventory, so that in an ideal world, uh, a marketer or an agency can put together a cross-media plan using a common data set uh, and optimize it across all these different channels in a really easy way. Um, our original guiding philosophy is we want to make planning, buying, reporting, and optimizing a TV campaign 
as easy as buying a book on Amazon. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm very proud. I think we're, we, we, we've, we've gotten <laughs> very, very close to that vision. And uh, it's been a tremendous amount of fun and, uh, and quite a ride. All right. Well, so there are different relationships in the mix. You've got the inventory relationship. I assume you have the agency relationship, maybe the end marketer relationship. Can you talk a little bit about each of those and, and how you've pursued those different, like all the partners you needed to put in place on in the inventory yeah. side, who your key agencies are, what, how the relationship yeah. with the brand works? Sure, sure. So, you know, we've, we've, we've built a marketplace of connecting TV inventory providers together with agencies and, and marketers. And, you know, now at this point, we have all multi-channel video distributor partners uh, as part of our um, uh, platform, but it wasn't that way when we started. Mm -hmm. And it's always interesting to think about, well, how do you get from starting out with one inventory partner to having... Uh, the 12 major MVPDs across the country with a fully national distributed footprint. You know, how do you get there? It is, it's sort of a stair-step effect. I was just talking to someone um, in a related industry who's at the very beginning stages and uh, was telling the story and it was very, very complimentary, which is we think of it as climbing a ladder mm -hmm. because you have to climb one rung, which is you need to have supply and then you need to climb the next rung, which is to have some demand. And then it's a stair step or a ladder, a climbing the ladder effect. Mm -hmm. uh, I, should, I should keep my uh, analogy correct. But yeah, it's, it's sort of, you, you, you sort of go up each step at the time. Uh, the biggest challenge, I think, in the early stages was getting the inventory providers to um, get on board with this concept of automating the... Uh, processes for television inventory, using advanced data to add liquidity, create new demand for their inventory. Largely, and, and the biggest fear they had was, we're, we're, we don't want this to follow the digital model, which was uh, a race to the bottom or a commoditization of inventory mm -hmm. and a loss of control. Mm -hmm. And so we set up a very innovative business model with them uh, as a sell-side platform to give them a great deal of transparency into how the inventory was being sold, what the needs and interests of the agency, advertiser, community were, uh, a great deal of transparency in terms of the economics of the industry so that they could do better yield management across their inventory, uh, and, and told the story continuously and delivered on the story that our goal is to increase the value of the inventory by making it easier to access and apply data to it, essentially reduce the cost of illiquidity mm -hmm. uh, that uh, that can be an issue with some types of inventory and TV advertising. Uh, then for the agency community, what this provides is ease of access, uh, one-stop shopping across all ad insertable cable networks, an automated platform where uh, advertisers can get on air within just a few days, their campaign is optimized, we can use any data set either that we license, um, such as the Nielsen data sets like NBI, which is all mm -hmm. credit card data matched to viewership, NCS, which is uh, shopper card data matched to data to viewership. 
the full suite of Comscore, Rentrack TV data sets, which look at Personics and Mosaic, and, and uh, those uh, audiences match to viewership. So we can apply a data-driven campaign using all those data sets, or we have a bring your own data offering where an agency may have their client's first party data. It can be, they may have matched it in their own data management platform to viewership and then can provide us a ranked list of nets and day parts that we can automatically ingest into our planning system called Pronto and within a matter of seconds build a data-driven uh, TV campaign, which frankly, no one else in the industry can do that. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about you yesterday because there are a couple of folks here who I know you know really well. Um, le leaders in the space, I guess, on the buy side. So Mike Bologna and sure. Tracy Schupek. Sure. And, you know, it made me think, how has that, not with them specifically, but with their sort of being representative of folks who really get it mm -hmm. and are high volume handlers of this stuff. Leaders of the industry. Yeah. yeah. How have you seen sort of that base, you know, that list mature over time in terms of... Um, I don't know, the level of understanding, the level of embrace, those sorts of things. So the, the, the agency roster, like how, how has adoption come along there in, say, the last like maybe year, two years? Yeah, we, we've gone through an interesting evolution of our, of our agency and marketing relationships. And, it, and in many ways, the building of our business to go back to that latter mm -hmm. um, approach of, of one rung at a time we, in many ways, we followed the model of a cable network. Um, so when we first started out, we didn't have a great deal of distribution, right? So mm -hmm. um, we worked a lot with your traditional direct response advertisers. That was a big share of the business. <laughs> then as we got to the point where we had you know, a critical mass of, let's say, 50 million households, uh, we started moving into more hybrid uh, agencies. Um, and... Now that we have all of the major MVPDs uh, in the platform, and by the way, we, we distribute all of our campaigns nationally. We have a policy mm -hmm. called the Fairness Doctrine, which says that we distribute all of our campaigns uh, across each of our inventory partners uh, by the size of their subscriber footprint. And that ensures that, uh, one, all of our agency partners are treated fairly mm -hmm. and equitably in mm -hmm. terms of the business as it grows. And secondly, for agencies and advertisers, they know that when they work with us, their campaign is going to be nationally distributed across the country and represent uh, an even uh, index across markets, whether those are the top 10 or top 25 relative to uh, you know, all markets. And so as we have reached that point of full distribution, we've now had the large brand agency holding companies come on board. And I think it's been a nice synchronicity yeah, of time yeah. because while we've built up this national distribution platform, at the same time, there's been an interest in adoption and uh, real thirst in the agency community for data-driven TV and what's the next advance uh, in that. So back to uh, Tracy and Michael, yes, they have been absolute uh, forefront mm -hmm. leaders of data-driven targeting on television. Uh, the, that story is now taking hold across the large brand agency holding companies, you know, based very much on their 
their leadership and getting out ahead of it and stewardship of the, this mindset about we need to make TV more data-driven, more targeted. Uh, and that story is resonating across all the, the major agency holding companies. And, and that's now a big part of our focus, is going out and telling that story uh, to uh, those leaders. And there is just an absolute um, thirst for understanding how this is advancing and, and the excitement around it. Well. It is clear that the path of your company has really, in a lot of ways, you know, proved out the marketplace. And you know, congratulations on being one of the first, if not the first, and really reaching this level of maturity. I know the rosters on the MP the roster on the MP MVPD side is big, and then this set of agency partners. So it's fantastic. I know you have a panel today too. Indeed. So wish you well. We're talking on about that. advanced data. Very cool. Wrap things up, but I want to wish you a good show. 